right, we going. We we are not going to run through that again. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl Labora Lee, aka Cat Lee, and you have now tuned in to Ambitiously the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. Welcome, my ambitious ones. Today is one of. I say this. Well, usually on Mondays and Fridays, but today is one of my favorite day, days. Today is Medium Monday. Uh-huh. Today is Medium Monday. Today is a day that we run through all of the trending topics, all of the latest gossip, all of the gap, honey. And I am here for it. I got some things to talk about today, actually. Um, I'm going to get a little bit into, you know, celebrity gossip, but I'm also going celebrity gossip and news. And I'm also going to get into a little bit of sports talk because y'all know I like to do that from time to time. Your girl is a, a avid football fan. So some things we got to discuss mainly about my team. I'm not going to discuss all of the teams. Let's just say. It's draft time, baby. But before we get into all of that, babes, before we get into all of that, I do have to play a quick commercial. I'll be right, right back. What a time to be alive. I repeat, what a time to be alive. Did you know that you could get fresh ingredients along with beautiful recipes delivered to your door? Did you know that? Well, you can get 21 free meals plus free shipping and three free gifts when you use the code HelloFresh21. The link is in the description. Again, use the code HelloFresh21 to get 21 free meals plus free shipping plus three free gifts. I'm telling you. Time to get healthy, y'all. Okay, and I should make a, a small disclaimer because Facebook does not like us using the links. I have not placed, I haven't been placing the links in the description um, because I use a certain system, which I feel bad about. But when I go back and I am going to add the links to um, the YouTube um, description and I will be adding it to the description for my audio listeners because you guys deserve it very much um so that's that but let's get into this gab baby i think i want to start with sports first yeah i think i should start with sports first so like i said right now it's draft time baby um you know if you don't know about the nfl which i don't know what rock but you know other countries don't really know how we do things over here in the u.s but it's a lot like other sports you know you get your top tier athletes from um, college and, you know, you recruit them to these teams. So they wait and they're like, oh, well, what team are we going to, am I going to wind up with? Who's going to, who's going to draft me? Um, what, what ranking will I be in the draft? What I, will I be? Well, most number one draft pick, picks usually like, do you like go to like, that get Heisman trophies and like they're the top tier. But let's talk about Baltimore really quick because I love my city and I stand with my team forever and always. Um, even if I moved out of Baltimore, I think I would still stand with the Ravens. It's just what it is. It's my home team. So what's going on right now? Like I told y'all on Friday, Lamar is here. He is here for the next five years. Um, his contract was, he's now one of the highest paid quarterbacks ever. Um, 
<laughs> he has signed a historic contract. And let me tell you this, with all the hoopla that went around this, because we've been waiting for a minute. Well, I'll say here in Baltimore, we've been waiting for a minute. You know, we've been fussing, like, what are we going to do? Are they going to re-sign Lamar? Are they going to go get somebody else? Like, they should have given Um, That's just a personal feeling of my own. I felt like yeah, he deserves, you know, the money. He's been here. He's been putting in the hard work. Lord knows he's been injured more than a little bit going out there trying to fight and play hard for this team. Give that young man his money. And I'll say this. You gave Flacco his money, and he didn't even, des- in my opinion, he didn't even deserve the money that you paid him. Lamar, on the other hand, I really feel like he deserves that money, right? So he's going to be here for another five years. Woohoo! Um... Also, we have we um, drafted. Um, well, we used the top draft, um, our top draft uh, on Boston College um, star Zay Flowers. He's a dynamic playmaker who joins um, joins the wide receiver room that has more talent than it did in any other previous time. Um, during Lamar Jackson's tenure as a starter. Um, So that's big. So it's Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., and Rashad Bateman um, are a legit trio. Oh, this is going, this season is going to look crazy, y'all. And then Mark Andrews will be, um, Will we return? I, I feel like y'all definitely should have gave him his money too. I, I like Mark Andrews. He's great. Um, so he returns as, you know, one of the best playmaking tight ends that we've ever had here in this team that we have here in Baltimore. So that's just an update on the sports tip. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because, like I said, I am an avid football fan, especially when it comes down to the Ravens. I love my Ravens. I, I I don't miss a game. Let me just tell this little quick story before I get into the other tea. When I was pregnant with my daughter, um, she was born in January. Um, I always wanted to, I wanted, well, I always, she's my only kid. So I wanted to go into labor at a Ravens game. Um, but that didn't happen. Actually, the the week that she was born was a bye week for the Ravens, so that was definitely not happening. But in my mind, I was like, I want to have, I want to go to a Ravens game and go into labor at the Ravens game, so she can really be a true legit Ravens baby. And then she came out. Um, and then that week, that next week after she came out, we came home. We were all settled in things. Um, we won. Um, so that was fantastic. And then, you know, I, as she, she still has Ravens. She has, she has a Lamar Jackson jersey right now. Um, but I've always dressed her in Ravens attire. I have, um, she has always had a jersey or a onesie or something of that nature. So it is what it is. That'll tell you how deep and deeply in love I am with my team. Win, lose, good, bad, I stand with my team. So that's that. <clears throat> Go Ravens. Um, so let's get into this other news that we have. Now, this one kind of hurt me a little bit, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it, it hurts a little bit, because this actual rock band has always been one, not my 
all-time favorite, but one of my favorite rock bands. And so they're kicking off their farewell tour. And I mean, it's time. They've been doing it. They've been in the game for a long time, but let's get to it. Aerosmith um, doesn't want to miss a thing. The Pine. The Pine. Um, Including an opportunity to tour as a unit while they still can, which is actually why they're hitting the road one last time. Um, The band announced its farewell farewell tour today, um, titled Peace Out. (laughs) It's so fitting. Um, It's it's slated for 40 dates um, that kicks off on September the 2nd in Philly and runs through the end of January to finish in Montreal, uh, with a lot of stops between, including their hometown of Boston, which is fitting. Boston, it's a lot of Boston up in this podcast right now. First of all, I, I play music from um, artists from Boston. And then we just got a wide receiver from Boston. And now I'm talking about Aerosmith and that's Boston is on the stop during the tour. The reason they're saying goodbye forever is to pro, um, is to pro, um, <laughs> listen, it's just time. Um, they want to celebrate their 50 plus years together. It's time. Like they've been together for a long time, but more importantly, they want to capitalize on their um, ability to jam together, which Aerosmith candidly admits won't last forever, especially as they get older. And they trust me, baby, they are older. Um, Joe Perry made a telling point. You never know how much longer everybody's going to be healthy to do this, adding it's been a while since we actually done we've actually done a tour, a real tour. Um, we did that run in Vegas, which was great. It was fun, but we're kind of anxious to get back on the road. Of course, he um, he's referencing their recent um, Vegas residency. Um, the five founding members who've all been there pretty much since the beginning are all over the age of 70, with frontman Steve Ty- um, Steven Tyler being the oldest at 75. Oh my gosh, Steven. Oh my gosh, 75. That seems like yesterday. Uh, while everybody's still kicking and rocking, as evidenced in their recent stint in Sin City, Perry might have a point about getting one last shot at what very well may be their last window to perform in tip-top shape. Aerosmith's guys have endured their fair share of health scares over the years, especially in as um, as of late. Um, Steven Tyler um, had about with a mysterious Ill- illness comes to mind, like he, he got a little sick. Um, a farewell tour for Aerosmith has been getting teased for years now, but it sounds like this is this could be actually be the final tour, um, time that they can ca- we can catch them live. Um, it's unclear if they're going going full, um, you know, with the full international and everywhere, but it's definitely sticking. They're definitely sticking it to the North America. Listen, let me tell y'all something about Aerosmith. I brought them up because, like I said, they're one of not my top favorite 
rock bands, but one of my favorite rock bands. Some of you guys who are not really, you know, rock inclined may know them if you if you're rap and, and you know if you're hip hop privy, then you know they did the song with Run DMC. Well, it, it actually was their song first, and then it was kind of like I want to say that was like maybe like the start of the remix. Because then they did, you know, Rock This Way. Rock This Way. Uh, yeah. But I have a lot of songs that I love, like Jay, um, Jaded. Oh, my gosh. There's so many songs that I love by Aerosmith. So I thought I would bring that up just because I really, really love Aerosmith. And so that's, that's something to talk about. Um, you know, this is the Black experience. But let me tell you, honey, Rock started... started with the black experience and it ain't never left. So yeah. Big shout out to Aerosmith. I love you guys. You don't watch my podcast, but or listen to my podcast, but I love you guys. I love you guys so much. I do, I do, I do. So let's get into this next thing. This one kind of threw me for a loop. So Miguel A. Nunez Jr. says Jamana Man sequel is coming. And guess who wants to wants a role in it? Draymond Green. It's a little bit sports thing. A little bit. Not all the way. But anyway. So the star of Joanna Man, Miguel Nunez Jr. tells um tells sources a sequel of the 2002 hit basketball movie is in the works. Um, the NBA star Draymond Green um, has been asking for a role in it. What is Draymond going to do in it though? That's my question. But anyway, um, Miguel talked all about it, um, about the new um, project, and is promising, um, promising the movie is, in fact, actually happening. I wind up with the part two. What is going to be the storyline for the part two? That's my question. He said, while he can't give away specific details on the new plot, because I just said, what was the storyline going to be? Um, they've already got some great ideas in mind for it. Um... Mm. And it will be coming, he insisted. The first movie was a smash hit. You'll recall it featured um, features Miguel playing a character named Jamal Jaffries, a star basketball player who decided to dress up as a woman and play for a women's pro league um, for one for a women's pro league after he was suspended from a men's team. Um, the flick was adored by Hoop fans, and especially since it boasted guest appearances from a ton of NBA players, such as Mug um, Mugsy, Mugsy, be more stand up. Um, so Mugsy was in it. Um, Vlad Divac was in it. Um, Dikembe Mutombo was in it, and R Rasheed Wallace. Oh, I, I always liked him. Rasheed, he's a different kind of dude. And Rasheed Wallace was in it as well. Um, Nunez says he wasn't sure who all would be um, the new features, but he did say that um, Green definitely wants in somehow. Um, I talked to him, Nunez said, um, Nunez Jr. said, um, of the Warriors star, and he wants in as well. Um, no word yet on when it will be officially on the silver screen, but um, Miguel did at least give us one detail on the plant feature. He says his Jeffrey's character would likely be 
and the reboot in some capacity. There's more. Miguel also said, um, also told a fascinating story about why he gets a ring every time the Lakers win the championship. He said he made a prediction that suggests he might have another one coming in the near future. Oh, man. So I'm interested to see what the, what the plot of this one would be. Um, would he come back? How would he come back? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to work. Um, because, like, the first plot was him getting kicked off of a men's team and then, you know, dressed up as a woman to, so he could still play. So I'm interested to see how this would play out. Um, I really, really am. I'm, I, I need to know. I need to know. So we're going to see how this plays out. So let's get into this uh, whole what Suge is out here talking about. And I ha- we haven't heard from Suge Knight in a minute. So let's see what Suge is talking about. So Suge claims that Dre got credit for Daz um, and um, Daz. Tupac Works movie series will show the real story. Now, I'm going to say this. Let me read this first, and then I'm I'm, going to give some information about it. But Suge Knight says his upcoming TV series will portray his version of the truth about how some of Death Row's biggest records were made, allegedly without Dre's involvement. Suge um, says that Dez Dillinger, um, latest interview, um, well, tells... He says that Daz's Daz's latest interview where he claimed he got 2.5 million out of Suge is just Daz running his mouth. What? However, he has his own story to tell about Daz, alleging that Dre convinced the Dog Pound producer to sign over the rights to Snoop Dogg's classic Doggy Style album. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm, going to get into it. Um, as everyone knows, Dre is credited with producing the iconic project, but should claims it was really Daz who ghost produced it. Um, speaking now, he's this this conversation is being held from California State Penitentiary. Should told um, told reporters that um, the record distributed. Um, distributor wanted Dre's name on Snoop's debut album for visibility purposes. The record came after Dre's legendary The Chronic, so having him produce would be like a huge boost to Doggy Style. Should claims he advised Daz to reject Dre's um, proposed buyout, but Daz went through with it anyway. Um, we reached out to Daz for his side and we haven't heard anything back from him yet. Um, Shook says his version of Doggy Style backstory is what viewers will see in his upcoming um, Black Prime TV series, Chronicling His Life. He also assured that Daz, his DGPC twin corrupt, will get some shine for being um, a uh, a serious MC um, in the violent death row era. Um, Shook, who's doing 28 years for voluntary manslaughter, takes um, 
you know, he, he, he came through with some, some stuff. He took an, um, you know, it's weird how he has, uh, how he's even, I don't know. I'll get to that in a minute, but, um, California love another, um, proclaimed Dre, um, album, which that's part of um, Dre's catalog, was depicted in, in Straight Outta Compton, right? But I'm going to tell y'all something in a minute. I'm going to say something in a minute. Just give me a second. The Oscar-winning um, Oscar film shows Dre and Tupac Shakur organically creating the 1996 hit collab in studio. But Suge alleges he actually orchestrated the song creation because Pac and Dre were beefing at the time. Wow. Um, he credits DJ Quick for thinking up the song's iconic course when at the infamous 1995 Source Awards in NYC, where he later recruited the late Roger Troutman to sing the um, phrase on his voice box, which that was a, um, a thing for him as well. That's part of why he got sick and passed. But anyway... That Roger Troutman, that is. Maybe I'll do a, a hood history on him. Um, should co-sign on veteran rapper Jay Flax's claim that he penned Dre's verse for the classic track, Keep Their Heads Ringing, um, Natural Born Killers, and of course, California Love. He claims Californian, um, California sat around four to um, f around for five years until he, not Dre, introduced Pac to the beat. Again, Shook says all of these um, behind-the-scenes allegations will play out in his biopic style TV series. Now, that I've read all of that because that was a lot to read, but <laughs> let me say this. Okay, so the other day I sat down and it, it took me a long, long, long-ass time to watch this movie, which is All Eyes on Me. First, it took me a long time to watch it because I was being stupid and listening to what everybody else had to say about it. So that's first. But then, when I actually did try to watch it the first time, I'm not going to lie. I don't watch TV. And, like Anything I watch in my bedroom is for the purpose of me going to sleep because I know my bed, I call my bed the cloud. Um, I'm going to be asleep within three minutes. That's how long it takes me to go to sleep in my bed. So um, I've taught myself actually. So the first time I watched, tried to watch the movie, I actually tried to watch it in my bedroom and I fell asleep on it. And that was a while, while ago. So the other day I'm looking for something to watch while I'm working and stuff. And I decided to actually sit down and watch the whole film. Now, in that film, they do give credit to Daz. They actually absolutely do give credit to Daz and not so much to Dre as far as um, the beats that, a lot of beats, because it wasn't just um, California Love. It was also... Um, the Machiavelli, um, the Machiavelli project, there's some songs on there that they gave Daz credit for too. So I don't know. Suge, he's a character, but I don't think he's lying about that particular thing. You feel me? Because this is not the first time that I've been privy to that information. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We're going to see though. 
how this biopic stuff. And how is he still making biopics in prison? But whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But it's not uncommon for artists, well, producers too. Like, it's this thing, right? Sometimes, especially if there's a bigger name producer, for that bigger name producer to have producers that work underneath of him and then like he gets credit for it that's not the first time that i've heard that that's i've heard that a lot actually within my little tenure within the music business so do i believe that maybe daz did create the beats yeah i do um and i believe that he went for the deal because the bigger name was dr dre at the time so i believe it i believe it i'm not gonna lie to you i kind of I believe it, but all of this is alleged. I don't know. I wasn't there, but do I believe it? Absolutely. I freaking believe it. I believe it. Let's get into some other stuff real quick. So, let's see. Okay. So, Kanye is back at it, y'all, but not in the way that you would think. Um, Kanye required all of his models to be bald uh, as he hold he held audition for his Yeezy line. Um, so he didn't want anybody to come in there with hair, no weaves, no cornrows, no none of that. He wanted everybody bald. But let's get into the story. So Kanye is in deep, um, is deep into audition mode with his upcoming fashion show, Yeezy. Um, oh, I'm gonna just say SZN10. Um, but this time around, he is seeking out bald models to show off his latest garb. I hope it don't look like um, what well, I'm not gonna <laughs> whatever. So um he, so Kanye held auditions in downtown LA on Thursday and it's been said that those trying out to have um those who are trying out who are auditioning for this particular runway show um were out they had shaved heads and dressed in all black. Um, hopefuls got in line as early as 7 a.m. and some waited until 3 p.m. for a chance to be chosen. The rapper rocked a unique shirt after the auditions rap too, one given to him by a disabled person who came to the audition. Aww. Yay. Um, it's unclear what Kanye has got up his sleeve for the fashion line's 10th season, but the guys clearly got representation in mind while crafting, you know, the new show. Um, so Kanye was jamming out on his track last week at Jerry Lorenzo's Fear of God fashion show at the Hollywood Bowl donning his signature full head mask alongside his wife, Bianca. Not sure how long he had, um, you know, this collection in mind. Um, and maybe Jerry's show got those creative juices jumping. So we don't know. But yeah, if you wanted to be in that particular show, guess what? Guess what? You had to have a ball head. You had to be willing to cut your head your hair off and rock the ball so you could be in this show. Um, so speaking of fashion, let's get to this quick commercial. I'll be right back. Oh, just a sprinkle of fabulousness. Mm-hmm. Sign up today for Dior's newsletter and receive a complimentary gift 
with your purchase using the code welcome you again sign up for the newsletter receive the complimentary gift at checkout when you use the code welcome you fly fly shit so oh <laughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry anyway it's cold ice water caught me because i was trying to talk at the same time but anyway uh let's get the chance to rapper really really quick so chance the rapper made a track and it's totally pro twerking and his wife responds grow up so let's get into it. Chance the Rapper same, seemingly um, angered his wife by gr- um, uh, grinding for the world to see during um, his 30th birthday romp. But the Chicago MC feels he's right and his new lyrics are to be believed. Um, on Friday, Chance co-starred on his Black Line Fest collaborator um, Vic Mensa's new video uh, Swish dollar sign so but a Swish and burst out the gate with a pro with pro ter- twerking bars I'm not going to play them because I don't want to get co- you know get in trouble for copyright infringement but um, make this these are the lyrics make something shake for me stop playing bitch fair trade you get a purse, I get a sandwich, but that ain't far. That ain't fair. You get to twerk, and that's an that's advantage. That's, that's what he's saying. Um. So yeah, his wife was not feeling that. So <laughs> then Chance went viral in Jamaica for being heavily twerked upon during the Carnival Twenty Three which caused a big ruckus because he's been rapping for years about being happily married. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. So his wife dropped um, a Maya Angelou uh, quote. Let me say, yeah, Maya Angelou quote. And But to be highlighted, she says, most people don't grow up. It's a, it's, too damn difficult. That's true. Um, what happens is most people get older, mm-hmm, and that's the truth of it. Um, they honor their credit cards. They find parking passes. They marry. They have the nerve to have children, but they do not grow up. Mm, also true. Not really. They get older, but to grow up costs the earth. The earth. It means you take responsibility for the time that you you take up for the space that you occupy. It's serious business and you find out what it costs us to love and to lose, to dare and to fail, and maybe even more to succeed. Um, what is the cost of truth? Listen. <laughs> That's some serious I didn't get that. Could you try again? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Shut up, y'all. She all trying to talk to me while I'm doing the show. Um, so just as fans thought, um, 
the Coles were cooling off. Chance's wife, Christine Corley Bennett, um, re-sparked the controversy this week by posting the passage by Maya Angelou letter, letter to my daughter's book, highlighting the part about people getting married and still not growing up. It's probably best they not play Swish around the house. Uh, it's probably best but listen it it seems like things have cooled off since then um it seems like they have made up since then um everything seems like it's copacetic but here's the thing yeah everything it seems like everything's back in order i'm not going to get into all of that but here's the thing when you marry a certain element a certain type of person especially those within the music industry. And that's not get it twisted. I'm not saying don't marry somebody in the music industry because I totally would have if things would have went a different way. But I'll say this. There are certain things that you have to um, kind of get used to. In this particular situation, I don't. I'm not going to say that Chance was out here doing. I mean, he was getting twerked on. That happens. Um, but I'm. I think that bothered her above the lyrics of the song because she knows who she married. You feel me? She knows that her husband is a rapper, and with these rappers, sometimes the lyrics are going to be a little bit, you know, salacious, and you know, they there are things that are going to be said within the songs, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that's what they believe. Not all rappers rap the shit that they believe. And I'm going to be honest with you. Some, you got rappers out here rapping about doing things that they've never done um, and things of that nature. That's why I don't think that the lyrics that rappers rap per se should always be taken seriously. Um, and I'll say that even when it comes to the court system, because, you know, when the court system gets involved and they go into court for these things, they'll use the lyrics to kind of like, oh, well, you said this in your song, but y'all don't know, United States of America, because this is where this happens at, is that a lot of these dudes are not even about that street life. They just rap it because it sounds good and they know that the their audiences are going to love it because that's the thing that they're into. Um, but that's not necessarily the life that they really be out here living. And so just, it's unfortunate that a lot of these dudes get locked up and they're not even really living those lives. And it's unfortunate that Chance is married and his wife can't really take those all of those lyrics too serious. Um, but again, he might be out here getting twerked on on a regular. I don't know. I'm just saying. You just can't take everything that they say serious all of the time. Um, so let's move on. So Lotto, let's talk about Lotto. She came clean about her experiences with plastic surgery. Um, Carpenter getting a little work done, a little work done, um, after her recent bars made about Coyla Ray's body shape became a trending topic. Um, the big energy rapper was discussing the downside of going under the knife on her 777 radio show on Apple Music, but says in her case, her procedures were done correctly as people often think 
she's all natural. Um, however, Lotto gave a stern warning to her co-host, Brooklyn Nicole, and all other young girls looking to fix little tweaks um, to find a healthy appreciation for their bodies because they'll end up obsessing over trips, um, obsessing over trips to the surgeon and can never please everyone. Lotto says her surgery still hasn't stopped her from editing pics and having wardrobe malfunction, but says being in the public eye since she was 16 forced her hand. Um, Lotto's recent Nicki Minaj just put it on the floor angered Coy when she rapped that her blunts were bigger than the play, player's rapper. Um, but the two have since made up with Coy apparently capitalizing on the moment. Um, on Friday, Coy dropped a new single adeptly titled My Body um, to redirect the controversy of the streams. Now, let me say this. I've always, and I don't know, I'm very adamant about this, right? Somebody asked me a while back, had I ever had any surgery? And I explained that the only surgery, and I explained it on the show, the only surgery that I've ever had was medical surgery. I had surgery on my face, and that's a long story how the rest of it, because it was a lot that went on. I got surgery on my face, and then something happened right after that, and I had to go back and get some things fixed. And then I had surgery on my wrist when I was like, 10 um also medical surgery but i've never had any cosmetic surgery um my body is natural i am a firm believer in you're not gonna be perfect so you just gotta work with what you have um and if you do want to enhance your body i'm also a firm believer in working out um speaking of working out and see that's this is just this is tell you how much i believe in working out right Every day I try to work eight miles. Last week I got I was injured. I couldn't walk eight miles. I did do five here and there, three to five here and there, and some of that was I had no choice because I have a child. She goes to school. I have to pick her up, and my way to pick her up is to walk. Um, I walk her to school and I walk her home from school every day. So that's a thing, right? Um, but besides that, um, when she's in school and I'm taking a break in between work, usually midday, I'll walk another three to four miles to just make sure that all of my mileage adds up to eight miles every day. Um, like I said, last week I was injured, but I couldn't do it um, because my knee was messed up. And if you've listened to the show or if you watched the show, you knew I was going through it last week. But I'm an advocate, I'm a firm advocate for putting in the work. You want your body to look different. You want to be smaller. I don't necessarily want to be small. I think I'm small enough. I don't, but you know, you got to keep up. You, you want to keep your weight at a certain level. You work out. Um, for me right now, my thing I'm into right now is working on toning. But I don't necessarily, like she said, you're never going to please everyone. And then once you get that surgery, you're going to obsess about what's not right now. So, okay, I got a BBL. It's not big enough. So now you're going and getting more put in. 
And that could be dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing, these plastic surgeries. Women have gotten breast enhancements and, you know, things have happened. People have gotten botched BBLs. People have gotten, you know, you're, you're just going to keep doing and going and going. Take, for example, K. Michelle. She had BBL. She had to get stuff sucked out of her body. Um, Black China is going through it now. Well, I'm call her Angela because I think she's, she's switching over. She moved over to the Lord. But she had a BBL and she is in the process of getting everything removed herself. Like, you want it at first because you think that's the wave and everybody got to look a certain kind of way and people look at me like this and, you know, that, that, and the third. I just say put in the work. You want a big butt? Do squats with weights. Um, you want a, a smaller waistline? Work on toning, that, toning it up. Cardio for me has made me drop a lot of weight. I went from 160 to 140. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, just put in the work. Um, so ladies, I'm never going to be one. I'm not one that's like, oh, I'm going to go get a surgery. I'm not doing that because it has its health scares as well. So that's that. Um, where we at on time? Good. Boosie and um, T.I. made up. Boosie apologized to T.I. for the whole snitch thing. Um, and when he said what, what had happened was, I think that was just a big old mess. You know, I get where Boosie was coming from, but at the same time, yeah, it was a mess. Um, so French Montana um, has a documentary coming out. I don't know if you guys have been seeing the trailers that have been circulating around, um, but he tells this story from Africa to the United States and, you know, how he got into the music industry. Um, Meg the Stallion to be a live storyteller at Tribeca Film Festival 23 for his said situation. Um, yeah, so that's happening. The film is set to premiere on June 16th and it's called For Khadija. Um, the first person glimpse of French's backstory as a Moroccan-born feature um, future star, a role paid um, paved by his single mother. Um, it's a lot, and I like if you go back and you can probably yeah you can catch the um, trailer on the official trailer on YouTube. Go watch it so you can get some kind of idea. It's a lot that I didn't know about French. And so, and I just caught a lot in that trailer. I can imagine how much more we will catch in the actual film. So that's that. Um, so I told y'all I wanted to get into this. This is probably going to be, but it's, we'll, we'll see. So I told y'all I wanted to dive into this prize situation. I said this Friday and I said I would be diving into it today. And here we go. So he was found guilty on all counts of fraud. In, the um, in his trial, and he's facing up to 20 years. Yikes. So, um, David Kenner, Prize's attorney in the case, stated that he he's disappointed with the verdict outside of the federal courthouse and vows to um, for an appeal. 
but listen, let's get into it. Prize is guilty of committing fraud, according to the jury, in the federal trial where the Fuji's rapper was accused of trading political influence in exchange for millions from a Malaysian fugitive, um, Holo. I think that's how you say his name. I don't no, I, don't, I probably said it wrong, but ho, how or how low, how low, it's one of those. During the trial, Prize admitted to accepting $20 million from Low for a photo op with the then-President Barack Obama as he ran for re-election and also helped set up a scheme to illegally funnel money to the Obama campaign through straw straw donors. Prosecutors were not going after um were not going after the Obama campaign. And if you don't know the straw, that's like um you know, like saying like all right, a ghost donor. You know, like Obama didn't know anything. They just donations that are coming in for his campaign. High profile witness Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, and former Attorney General Jeff Sessions took the stand during the case. Prior, dang, that was that was a high-profile trial. Um, Prize reportedly blamed his decision to participate in the schemes on bad advice of an of an attorney, but that clearly didn't sway the jury as how um, as he's now looking to face up to twenty years in prison. Dang. Um, he spoke. We um, so pro, they spoke to Prize outside the courtroom during the um, the heat of the trial, and he didn't have much to say. The jury jury clearly said more than enough in court. But here's the thing. Um, they also were talking about how Wyclef and Lauren Hill, um, spoke on um, you know posted dropped a post on IG for Harry Belafonte, but nothing on project. Here's the thing. Here's my thing. One is Harry Belafonte, if you don't know, when he passed, um, that was huge. That man has been around he almost made it to a hundred. Let's start there. He had he is a very affluential man and was for the people and spoke for the our people anyway um he 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 stood strong you feel me and um you know he he a lot of people were touched even myself when i found out that he passed i went straight to my mom like mom harry belafonte died and we sat and had a full conversation about it because he was prolific um I'm not putting your comment on my screen because no, I don't want, and I wish I could block you, but whatever. Anyway, um, but I'm not even going to acknowledge it. You just there. Um, so a lot of people were touched by what happened with Harry. A lot of people that affected a lot of people. So I would see Lauren and Y Clef speaking on that. As far as this prize situation, not so much. They don't really want to associate themselves with that situation. They don't want, and especially Lauren, because she already had the tax evasion situation that happened to her. Like, they're not going to speak on that. Um, they're not. Sorry. They're just not going to speak on that. 
And I don't know why anybody would expect them to. I need everybody to remember that these people are still human beings at the end of the day. And they, it's a lot of times when it comes to them, it's about self-preservation and not so much about, um, you know, that's my friend or whatever. And the Fuji's have had their fair share of drama. Um, so I don't think they're going to speak on that. And if you're looking for them to speak on that, then you're probably a fool. Okay, so let's keep it moving. Um, Fat Joe says hospital price gouging has got to go. Um, and, you know, both sides are ready to change the law. Fat, Fat Joe is fed up with the medical industry duping its patients into paying unfair prices, which is true. Um, personally flying himself from NYC to Washington, D.C. to do something about it. Yay, Fat Joe. Um, Don Cartagena uh, visited the Capitol to wrap power to the patients. The not a the nonprofit that targets and tackles hidden healthcare fees. Somebody need to do it, but we're also told um, also other celebrities were alongside Fat Joe, Buster Rhymes, French Montana, Rick Ross, because um, they want to bring awareness to this situation, which I feel like. It's a, this is one of those causes that I'm like, yes, yes, stand up. And y'all have the star power to stand up and fight for the people. Um, but Joe says he has both Democrats and Republicans in his corner, as this is a bipartisan issue that excludes no one. Yeah, because hospitals do, like, everything's a charge. Like, everything. Down to, if you have to have an IV, that's an expensive charge. Everything's a charge at hospitals. Man, so I, yay, I'm with it. Um, and last but not least, Thundercat drops his first single in three years, just in time for the NFL, his NFL draft gig. Um, Thundercat is back in his musical bag for the first time in three years with the track No More Lies, um, his new jazzy snazzy collab with Tam Impala. Um, the track co-produced by both prestigious musicians um, dropped along with a visual showing um, a gazelle and a leopard running in the wild, perhaps to showcase their adjacent styles of music in a Nat Geo kind of way. Um, Thundercat will be, will be able to test the song out in real time. Well, if he hasn't already done it, for the draft, um, the Grammy Award winning winner was tapped too close to close the 20. Okay, so he was tapped to close the 2023 NFL draft in an effort to curate a special performance with uh, which will pay tribute to rich music history and the legacy of jazz in Kansas City, according to the league. He's also being, um, he will also be hitting the road with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Strokes after, um, later on this year. Yeah, he's back on the scene with a new track. So, yeah, 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 yeah. We with it. We with it, Thundercat. Ooh, waiting for you. All right, so that's all the news that I had to report today. It was a lot going on, but yeah, Fat Joe. I stand with you in this. This they 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 they're charging too much at these hospitals, and I get it. Everybody has to be paid, but at the same time, just enough is enough. Enough is enough. 
these prices are ridiculous out here and I'm 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 standing with y'all like I done had a baby that cost a lot we done got in car accidents even the car accident we were in cost a lot it's just they charge you for everything they charge you just to go sit in the ER for hours and you're just sitting there. You're not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing for you. Just sitting there waiting to be seen. You get charged for that too. So yeah, I stand with that cause. Okay. So now I have to show my love. Shout out to anybody that watched from Twitch, uh, Facebook or YouTube. I love you very, very much. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for tuning in. Now my listening audience. I love all of y'all the same though. I don't want y'all to ever get a twisted, but my listening audience, they come through a little bit more than everybody else. So I got to show them love. Um, my top six, they show me love the most. So I got to mention them first. United States, France, Germany, India, um, the UK and Belgium, specifically Brussels. Thank you so much for the love. I appreciate you so much. But that don't mean, like I said, I love you all equally. I do. But they come through the most. So I show them love first. Um, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, South Africa, Spain, Philippines, Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius, um, Israel, Canada, Hong Kong, Russia, China, um, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, Pakistan, Romania, Kenya, Switzerland, Turkey, Austria, New Zealand, hi babies, Indonesia. Hi, I love you guys so much. You guys are extraordinary. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. New Zealand showing up though. Hi, New Zealand. Um, who else we got on the list? I said Turkey already, I believe. I said Russia, Mexico said Austria. I want to make sure I get everybody on my list. I said Romania, Pakistan. Yep, Kenya. I said all of you guys. Um, and last but not least, let's just make sure we don't have an extra one on this list over here. Mom, I like to show everybody love. Nigeria. I love you guys so much. Africa, y'all showing up. I love it. I love it, babies. Yes, thanks. I love you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much for showing up and showing love. Man, you don't have to, but you do. And I appreciate each and every one of you guys, man. It's 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 awesome. It's extraordinary. And it's the reason why I keep going and doing what I do. So there's a few things I have to say. Because mm -hmm. I'm not saying. First and foremost, if you would like to come on the show, wait. Oh, Friday, new song alert. We got new music on Friday. So be here to tune in. Make sure you're here and ready to go. Locked and loaded. Let me make sure I got everything off. Okay, locked and loaded. We will be playing new music um, along with the new music that we've been premiering. Oh, three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row, new music. So I love that part. Um, but if you would like to come on the show, hit us up, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Again, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, I got you. Um, you can also hit us up there if you have advertisement inquiries, um, investment inquiries, or suggestions, so forth and so forth. Just hit us up, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Know that when I do play music, I have permission to play it. I wouldn't play it if I didn't. Um, also, if you would like to catch us on social media, it's at 
Miss underscore ambitiously ENT. Yes. Or you could go to our Facebook page, which is ambitiously, or you could go to our YouTube page, which is ambitiously the podcast. Just type it in. It'll come up. I believe you me, it'll pop up. Um, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I usually tell you guys that the phone line is open, but the, it's been scrolling across the screen the whole time. Um, so I don't feel like I had to tell you, but yeah, if you ever want to call in or drop a comment or, um, send a text or ask me to drop the link, if you're on your best behavior, I will let you in. If you're not, trust me, I will block you, block you, block you, baby. We don't play that over here. Um, but yeah, do that, do that. And again, like, share and subscribe. Every like and every share and every subscription is greatly appreciated. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. And if you would like to support the show with money, the monetary way, then hit um, hit our cash app, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. That's Laura Lucidity, dollar sign, capital L, the Russell lowercase, U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. Yes, hit us, hit us, hit us, hit us. We appreciate donations too. We appreciate those. We do. Um, and remember that this podcast is streaming on all streaming platforms. I don't care where you go. Go check out some of the old episodes. There's some good ones on there. Hopefully we will be having a guest in here this week. I'm not sure, but we're going to see what happens. Um, but we have plans for Wednesday. It's just going to be some general talk. I'm going to ask some questions, pick pick his brain, see where his head space is at about certain subject. Um, this would probably be the part two on the um, social media versus relationship situation. Um, so we're going to see what happens with that as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot going on right now, y'all. We got things popping, you know, girls still working. I don't care what I go through. Know that this, know this. I don't care what I go through in life. I'm not going to stop doing what it is that I'm supposed to be out here doing. And that's just that. I'm, I'm Forget all the other stuff. You know, and life, life, for me, if it brings me lemons, I make orange juice. It's like that simple. Um, life is what life is. You go through things, but you don't stop doing what you love and you don't stop doing what you're passionate about. And you don't stop doing the things that you strongly, strongly believe in. And I love doing this podcast. I'm very passionate about this podcast. And I strongly, strongly believe in this podcast. So no matter what I go through in life, like my daughter was sick this weekend. Um, She was actually, she got, she was sick on Thursday. She got sick on Thursday. And then she was home Friday and I still was here to do the podcast, but she was nursed. She was well taken care of. Well, by Friday, I had it under control. Um, But, you know, because mommy's a nurse when she needs to be. Um, But, you know, I'm still going to do what I came to do. I'm still going to come here and I'm still going to hold it down. And I'm still going to show big love to those who show big love to me. So it is what it is. But there's a few things that I have to say before I get out of here. Because it's that time. First things first. First things first, mind your business. Come here, media Mondays, and mind other people's business with me. But for the most part, mind your business. Everybody's business, not your business. Secondly, love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies. They they need you for that. Like a lot of parents forget that these kids need 
encouragement. So just make sure you're there for that. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be the best NASCAR driver, pit boss, commentator, or whatever the hell else they do over there in NASCAR. I don't know. I've never worked there. Um, if they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, secretary, receptionist, janitor, or whatever the hell else they do over there at NASA. I don't know. I've never worked there either. But whatever it is that they want to do, encourage t- encourage them to be great at whatever it is that they're going to do over there because they need that. They need that. It's food for the soul. Um, next, stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. And there's a difference between staying in your lane and minding your business. Minding your business, you mean being people's business. You do not. You just being nosy from afar. But when you jump in other people's lanes, then that means that you're inserting yourself into something that you had no business inserting yourself into. And so I recommend you stay in your lane. Because you jump in my lane, you're getting this. Mm-hmm. You gonna get her. You don't want her. You want her. She's nice, sweet, cute, and cuddly. So adorable. Or at least her. Because baby... <laughs> baby when i'm purring i'm happy so you want her you like her she, she's she's a cool chick she's cool vibe but also when you jump into other people's lanes what usually happens is a collision and who needs that nobody just stay in your lane stay in your lane and the new thing that i've added to this show is this <laughs> Pick and choose your battles wisely. Not every battle is your battle. Um, Concentrate on winning the war and not so much the battle. Some battles just aren't worth fighting. Some battles will have you messed up in the game and there's no reason for that. So just pick and choose your battles wisely. And with that being said, mama's got to get out of here. I got stuff to do. Got to get my kid ready for school tomorrow. We got stuff to do. But I love you guys. Be safe. Stay out of trouble. Remember, mind your business, stay in your lane, and encourage your babies. And with that being said, good night. Bye.